This is the Begin Within Podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit Improving health is about so much more than just losing weight. But I realize weight loss might be the goal that brought you here to the Begin Within podcast. That's why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss, to reveal the five areas that I see are most overlooked by the people that I work with who want to lose weight. Each one of the chapters in this free ebook describes that specific area that you need to focus on to improve your health and get great permanent results. And it also links back here to episodes of the podcast where we've had experts on the show talking about that specific area. So you can benefit from those previous episodes while you're learning about how to maximize the results that you're after. You can get your free copy of my ebook, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss, by going to beginwithin.fit slash ebook or going to the link in the show notes. Now is a great time to do a little multitasking while you're listening to the start of this episode. Head over to grab your free copy of my book, Five Ways to Stop Wrecking Weight Loss. If you missed the URL, here it is again, beginwithin.fit slash ebook or there is a link in the show notes for you. Grab your copy, and now let's get on with today's episode. My guest today is Erica Thomas. She is an expert in the trauma-informed training space, and she spends much of her day helping fitness professionals to have a trauma-informed approach to the work that they do with their clients. She is also a podcast host. So she is the host of the Work In podcast, uh, which you can see, I think you can see why we connected uh, so well uh, here on the Begin Within Health Show. She's got the Work In podcast. Uh, good fit, right? Obviously. So uh, definitely check out her show. Um, what we are going to do today is talk about some of the things that she uses to help fitness professionals to have a trauma-informed approach to the training that they do, the way they interact with their clients. So if you're a fitness professional and you listen to the Begin Within Health show, and I know there are some of you because uh, we we interact, you and I, I know that you're here, fitness pros, listening to the show, you are definitely going to benefit from what Erica has to share with us. Now, if you're not a fitness professional, I don't want you to leave. I want you to stick around because there are principles that you are going to hear in this interview that will positively impact your health journey. I promise you that. So as you listen, you're going to take note of something that she says early on that stress can can affect results, right? We've talked about that here on the show before. In fact, stress can prevent 
the results that you want to happen from happening. What we're going to do today is talk about how you can be more aware of that, be more aware of the that interaction, and to be more aware of your nervous system and the sig- signals that it's sending and the interaction that you have with it in your fitness journey. Again, this is through the lens of how a personal trainer or a fitness professional or a you know workout class uh, teacher can interact positively uh, or, or at least with respect to trauma-informed training principles as they interact with their clients. But this can help all of us to get better results. So I want you to listen carefully. I want you to enjoy this interview that I have with Erica Thomas. If we start off with the question of, okay, so what does it mean to be trauma-informed? from the point of view of the fitness professional, um, in my mind and the way I present it, it's, um, it's an awareness. It's a heightened awareness of the fact that the people that are stepping in front of you are coming to you with a lifetime of experience. And a lot of that experience could be traumatic and they either are unaware of that or they're, they're not comfortable necessarily sharing that as a part of their story when they walk in the door, nor do they need to. So as a fitness professional, we want to stay within our scope, right? We are not therapists. It's not in our scope to be able to hunt out these traumatic stories. We just want to be able to provide a place where people can work out some of that stuff through their body and fitness in general is a great place to do that. But if we're not being trauma informed, we can accidentally um, trigger more stress and more trauma in the people that we are trying to help. And the way that sometimes shows up is a lack of results. People get stuck in that sympathetic nervous system state, the highly activated state. And um, for a lot of non-trauma-informed fitness professionals, that's okay because our job is to um, push people. Part of our job is to challenge them and to um, challenge them through the physical um, expression of work, you know, that exercise, that work. And, and what is important to remember in all of this from a trauma-informed standpoint is that everything is a stressor. And it's not always a bad stressor, but if you've got people who are um, those hard driving, um, no pain, no gain kind of people who just want more, 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 sometimes that extra stress on top of um, a lifetime of stressors that have not been addressed can actually prevent the kind of results that they're ultimately looking for. So it's something for us to just keep at the back of our head to understand that when we're talking about healing trauma and stress through the body as a piece of an overall wellness 
uh, plan, which a lot of us are now more, you know, leaning more into this kind of whole person training, as I know you do, Nate, um, it is an it is a piece that we need to just keep in mind because there's things that may be going on with that person that are preventing them from getting a great night's sleep that are preventing them from eating in a most ideal way that are preventing them from making connections with other people, things that can really help to calm the nervous system. So if our work is, is in exercise is in that workout part, we need to give them some ways to pull away to to, to shift from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic. And we can do that in a, in a trauma-informed structure, a framework of how we present our, our, our wellness formats. So I'm talking cross-format, right? So um, some of the formats that we teach, of course, some of these things are baked in, right? Like you would think a yoga class, a lot of trauma-informed things could be baked into that kind of a format, but there's plenty of yoga instructors who wouldn't consider themselves to be trauma informed because they are not approaching their, their class that way. Um, and it is simply an awareness. So, um, when we're talking about a framework to work within that we can apply to any format that we like, as far as movement and introducing, uh, other wellness modalities, whether that's a diet or just overall um, uh, fitness and, and things like that. I like to look at it and the way I teach is this, this um, it's a navigation technique. I think about trauma as navigation, right? Um, where I am a navigator for my students, for my clients, but they are the driver. And so what I'm going to do is present kind of a compass for them to use, direction to take, right? Lots of different directions. And if you can imagine a compass rose where the center point, the center of the compass is you as the fitness professional, or if you are a participant, you are the center point of this compass as well. But as a fitness um, professional in the industry, if you are at the center point, the first thing to start with is your own stuff, <laughs> right? Because we are very, we are a very powerful influence on our students. And this piece of understanding our, you know, becoming more aware of what we are bringing into the relationship is really important and establishing professional and personal boundaries and then how we connect to these people. This are, these are the ABCs, right? Awareness, boundaries, and connection. That is where we start on this journey of becoming trauma-informed. We are human too, and we have a lot of baggage that we come into the space with. And not all of us are really aware enough to deal with that in healthy ways. Like we make the same kinds of mistakes. I know I did mm -hmm. in my career as well. And that can carry over and it, and it bleeds out into other things. So we start with that center point of ourself, and then we can work on that co-regulation piece. So let's move out from the center around our compass and true north is co-regulation, how we 
interact with and influence other people and how they influence us. We think of communication, we communicate all the time, right? In the fitness industry, that's our thing, right? Our relationship with our clients, so important, that rapport. And a lot of that is what we say, but with co-regulation, it could also be body language. It could be our tone of voice. It could be the environment in which we are working with people, you know, so that is a, is a, is a really powerful tool to cultivate some skill in. And I, I always like to encourage, you know, continuing education. And when we're looking for continuing education, that co-regulation communication piece, super important to pursue. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we can move around that compass in either direction um, and move into that activation piece. So we have co-regulation and then we want to focus on how we are activating that nervous system through uh, movement, through nutrition, through sleep, through through connection with other people. Um, And those things fall again, cross format into whatever and however we are teaching our clients. Um, And for many people, for a lot of us, when we go into the gym, when we hire a coach, when we step into a class, what are we looking for? We're looking for some kind of change, right? And we know that in order to change, sometimes we have to find our edge. So a fitness professional um, who is trauma-informed is skilled at helping people find their edge in a safe way. So a lot there's many, many folks who are struggling with, with past traumas that are not comfortable in their own skin right? Any sensation that they're feeling at all, it can be very scary and triggering. And as you know, somebody is standing at the front of a group class or, you know, one-on-one coach, you might not get the story with that. They might just be so uncomfortable. They never come back, you know? Could you talk about finding the edge, Erica, a little bit? Like just that concept. What, what do you mean by that? Right. Right. So there's a broad, there could be a broad definition of the edge because we work physically, but it could also be an edge, a mental edge, an emotional edge, spiritual edge, you know, where you are coming up to the point where um, there's a line and below that line, you can, you're thinking, oh, I can do this. I can, I can, I can. And then there's this line above which you can't, I can't do that. Right. So it's like a shift and for some people that that is a hard and fast line <laughs> but ideally because you know it's if the fitness industry is just perfect a perfect way to build resilience for people we want them to we want people to approach that line right we want people to kind of flirt with that line a little bit where we can come up to it and then back off Because the beautiful thing about building resilience in the nervous system is that the change, that delta is where the secret sauce is. So just like we would would ask clients to maybe challenge themselves, lift a little heavier than they think they can, you know, physically, um, 
and give them then permission to, okay, when you get to total muscle failure, when you think you're to that edge, put the weights down. It's okay. We can drop, we can drop weight. And that's the, the next piece to this structure on that compass rose is to really allow our clients to kind of, um, to, to really lean into that permission, like, okay, now we are building some awareness where we're coming up to that edge. And what am I supposed to do with that as a, as a student? What am I supposed to do when I get there? I was taught to go harder and push over and override that is not trauma informed. We need to allow people to be in there in the moment and say, okay, today, this is my edge <laughs> and I'm okay pulling back. And then maybe I'll go up there again and then I can come back. And those are the things that carry off the mat out of the gym into everyday yeah. situations where they're like, oh, you know what? I did that before. And I survived, right? We're talking to that nervous system and we are rewiring it with this practice over and over again in lots of different ways. Does, okay. does that make sense? That yeah, answer your no, that, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm glad yeah. you expressed it that way. Um, yeah. Let's see. I, something that you said um, about the nervous system that, that caught me and I loved, I loved it is um we're paying attention to how we're activating the nervous system what through movement through nutrition and and it's an interesting filter for me to look at the whole process of health improvement or fitness whatever we call we want to call it through that through that filter of this is something that we are presenting to our nervous system whatever whatever change we're making yeah yeah it's different right i mean that's often the last thing we think about right. yeah. <laughs> like how is this but but ultimately that is how your body filters things hmm. this is so the nervous system is basically your security system your your ultimate survival mechanism and everything goes through that how we react in the moment gets filtered through that hmm. and it's and it's um, sometimes we're, we're good with it. You know, sometimes we're, we're okay with it. And other times the body will react in ways that we're like, we just do not understand why is today just the idea of going to this, you know, this particular workout causing my heart to speed up right now. Like mm. why, what is going on there? Why is it that today I um, am cringing at the thought of meeting this person, right? Like what is happening there? Those are, those are un, um, th those reactions in the body don't necessarily make sense to our rational brain. And, um, and we're, we become really good at overriding those sensations um, and sometimes to our detriment. Because what that that does over time is it just makes this this beautiful body awareness that we're we're all striving for and kind of shuts that down over time. And it makes it even harder for the nervous system and, you know, our 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 rational brain to 
to figure things out, right? Um, and and really trust that connection. I mean, think about the think about some of the language you use, right? Trusting your gut, mm-hmm. right? And um, you know, just just going like that. There's a lot of that trust that what you have got let's just say your gut for a long time and you just ignore them you ignore those sensations from the gut and now now you're in chronic pain all the time Mm. and you can't tell whether you're hungry or whether you're um you're sick or what is going on it's just constant pain sensation. This is, this is what happens when all of those things get overridden, that security system gets overridden. So it takes time to pull back from that, but it can be done. It can, it can totally be done. So, yeah, I I like that, that again, that makes a lot of sense to me to start thinking in terms of being more aware, just increasing awareness of what, what you're hearing back from your nervous system in terms of stressors or pain, emotional or, or physical. Right. Right. Um, And part of, part of being trauma informed as a, as a fitness professional is to give people time to give your students time to listen to those things. Right. So maybe that's, um, that's built into your, the structure of your workout. Um, Maybe it's at the end of a workout, like there's just some, some types of, some classes that you're, you're not going to stop in the middle of, right? I mean, it's totally fine to do a one hour workout, right? But, but what's really important is to make sure that you build in a little bit of space somewhere where people can be quiet and check in with what's happening um, with the body. So whether it is like in a yoga class after headstands, you let people rest in Shavasana and just feel like the, the reverberation of that pose in the body in a safe way, or whether it's the last five minutes of your boot camp or hit class or whatever tough, you know, bodybuilding workout, whatever it is that you're five minutes of box breathing where you can re-regulate that autonomic nervous system and shift from sympathetic back to parasympathetic, it kickstarts recovery. So if ultimately our job is to help people get results, those results happen in recovery. They don't happen in the workout. So we have to help them get back to recovery faster. Hmm. And that's one of the beautiful things of this deeper understanding of the nervous system. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. How would you maybe for the average person, and we've talked a lot about fitness professionals and their approach Mm. for someone who's um, perhaps listening that is trying to do this on their own without the help of a professional, what are a couple of the principles or things that they could keep in mind that would help them to respect Mm. this trauma informed approach in their, Mm -hmm. in their journey? Yeah, I'll give you two things. Number one is to um, take a moment to kind of assess where you are in the moment on your own stress curve. So I, um, I 
teach people how to look at this polyvagal theory curve. It's like a bell curve, right? So you can assess either on a scale of one to 10. Some people love like the numbers, that effort scale of where you, how you're feeling in your own body before you even start whatever it is that you're going to start. So if one on that scale is like, we're not getting out of bed today and 10 is the kind of flip side of that, where your hair is on fire, kind of stress, we want to be somewhere in the lower third of that, where we we're feeling activated, but engaged okay. without any fear of or anxiety, right? So there's certain emotional things that come up that people think of when they're stressed. And then uh, um, but we don't want to be so relaxed that we are not motivated to do anything, right? There's this happy medium. I have a friend who describes this as like the golden retriever state where we're really happy to be involved and um, very engaged in what we're doing. Like that is ultimately our goal. <laughs> and, nice. and so we can assess kind of where we are on this stress um, scale that way. Um, and, and proceed to meet that where it is. Okay. So like, if you are in that golden retriever state, I'm like, let's go for it. Like engage, do what you, what you're ready to do, but maybe you're feeling, you know, some other kind of way, maybe you're like dragging yourself to the gym. Right. So we're going to meet that energy. So if you're low energy, not really excited, hate, hating being where you are, that's okay. Those feelings, all those feelings, totally okay. So you're going to start with a lower energy thing, right? If I'm feeling low energy, I'm going to start with low energy and then I won't, I'm going to build. Okay. And then maybe I'm going to come back, but I won't necessarily come back all the way to that low, low space. Same thing if I'm high, high energy, right? High energy. I'm going to start high energy. Boom, 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 boom. Do my thing and then allow myself to come down at the end. And that brings me to this second piece to what people can do on a regular basis for themselves is to make sure to kickstart that recovery, no matter what your format, what your favorite thing is to do for your health. When you are finished with it, give yourself the time, five minutes, if you want to extend that 10 minutes where you are still. And I'm not talking about doing excessive stretching or anything like that, although that stuff is great. But the most important thing here is to tap into the breath, which is the fastest, fastest route into that parasympathetic nervous system and that simple box breath. So four count or five count where you are inhaling up for four count, hold for four, exhale four, hold for four, take your time with it. Don't get hung up on the number. Some people like to breathe longer. Some people like to breathe shorter. Don't worry about it. Just make it an even equal ratio. And that has been shown um, in several studies to really help shift into that parasympathetic for you. And it doesn't take long at all. And then that's something you can do, you know, throughout your day, especially if you 
feeling very activated in, in negative kinds of ways. So, okay. Nice. Yeah. What would you recommend as, as like the best, and maybe it's something you just mentioned, but it, if, um, if I'm listening, I'm, you know, I'm trying to lose weight, I'm trying to get in better shape. What would you recommend from your perspective as the best, the best first step that I might take? Wow. I, I don't know if I can answer that question because it depends on the human being who's in okay. front of me. Right. You know, I mean, I, um, I feel like there's a lot of that that goes on in the media, like do this yeah, and it's taken as an across the board thing, but speaking as someone who is a 52 year old woman, the way I used to do that is not the same thing that'll work for me now. Like if I was 20, I would definitely do something different ways. Now that I'm in my, you know, fifties, I'm going to work out totally different. So I I guess I could answer that by, um, by really looking at who you are as an individual. I mean, the men and women, we are, we are different and women are not just little men out there. You know, it's not that we are not strong. Please don't get me wrong. Ladies, please don't take that the wrong way. I think you all think we all rock like Wonder Woman. Absolutely. But we need different things than the guys. And the same thing, guys need different things (laughs) than us. And that's totally okay. It is okay to kind of shift with the seasons of your life Hmm. and your age and um, what specifically you are looking for. So I, I know that's not the best, probably not the best answer you are looking for, but I, I just cannot, I can't say one thing. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah. Board. I appreciate yeah. that. So <laughs> just, I, I guess to summarize, it would be to move forward with respect to who you are yeah. and what it is that you need. Like, yeah. Don't and just and jump really, into something. absolutely. I would just yeah. say, I guess, you know, specifically just start where you are. Like wherever you are, just start. Like you don't need anything special. You don't need, I'm a really big believer. I think we have everything we need to, to heal ourselves, to, to get what we want out of this life. We don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for the gym membership. You don't have to wait for the specific um, time in your schedule. You can, you can do it. Now there is no, you're not going to lose anything by just starting anything, walking, you know, standing, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Simple is better. Simple okay. is always better. Nice. What's the best way for someone to follow, follow your work, get in touch with you, Erica? Uh, yes. So easiest, uh, easiest way would be to go to the website. It's uh, savagegracecoaching.com. And you're going to find a lot of free resources there. I have a free guide for trauma informed fitness professionals, where it just basically breaks down some of the things that we talked about today, specifically about holding space for people. Um, But I feel like it works for non professionals as well, because we are always in relationship connecting to each other. Um, So that's a great way. Or you can check out my podcast, which is called The Work In. And you can find that pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. So, Okay. Awesome. Erica Thomas, thank you so much for being here on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Nate.
I want to thank Erica so much for being here on the Begin Within Health show. Links are in the show notes for both her website as well as her podcast so that you can check it out if you want to get more information on what she talked about. You can get it there. Now, I want to encourage you by way of some action steps as you leave here from your time listening to this episode, which I think we'll all agree is was very interesting, right? And I have uh, maybe more questions that I need to do research on after my inter- my interview there with Erica because um, she opened up so many different different doors for us, right? Uh, we got to look down these different you know, I think of like different paths and I want to know where those paths are going to lead when it comes to uh, trauma-informed training. So I'm, I'm very thankful that she was here and by way of action steps for you, I want to invite you to focus on where we left off in that conversation on ways that you can Im- improve the awareness of your nervous system by just by just listening. Just giving yourself some time to listen, giving yourself some time to check in, uh, perhaps assess where you're at on that stress curve that she mentioned. But to do that on a consistent, on a regular basis, I know um, clients that work with us in our our coaching, our fitness coaching that we do through our app using the, the Begin Within Habit Academy program, one of the things that we do every single week is we take a day. And we don't, you know, stop doing the things that we've been doing, but we take some time every single week on a specific day to reflect, to reflect on how things have been going, how we've been feeling along the journey. And what a great aspect to add in here is the idea of how, how's the stress level? How is my fitness journey, my pursuit of these goals, weight loss, or whatever the goal might be, how is it, how is it interacting with the rest of my life? And how is it perhaps showing up in terms of more, more stress, or less, in terms of the the weight of that in my life, such a, a really interesting point of reflection. And then that action step of taking a few minutes, five minutes to just be still, to shift, especially if you're someone who works out regularly, to shift out of that stressful place where you're where you're putting your your body during the workout. Just take some time, a few minutes, to just breathe and shift into recovery mode. Such an important step, you know. As somebody who's worked out regularly, something that I don't do very well very, very consistently. I have from time to time, we've incorporated it with uh, the clients that we're working with, say for a week, hey, we're going to do this, but then it gets lost. You know, you finish the workout, and you move on, you go get life afterward. And probably you're heading for more stress, right? So what an important thing, what an important piece, I'm going to work on that. That's my action step. And I invite you to do that along with me is to have a set of stillness, after all the other sets and reps are done with your workout or your run or whatever it is that you're going to be doing to have some time for some stillness, to focus on breathing, to focus on shifting from stress to recovery. Let's do it. I want to know how it goes for you. What you can do is take a screenshot of yourself listening to the podcast, put it into your stories, tag me, Nate Slager, so that I can give you a high five and continue to support you along the way as well. I want to thank you for 
for being here, for giving me some time and attention, and for continuing on this journey of self-improvement as we try to improve our fitness and our health together. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Begin Within Health Show. Keep up the good work, and I will talk with you again very soon.